Welcome to Study Abroad Stories, a podcast by the Queen's College Study Abroad Office. In this podcast, you'll hear study abroad tips and advice, as well as stories of adventure, friendship, and personal growth. Tune in to hear interviews with previous study abroad students, study abroad directors, and more. Ready to step out of your comfort zones and into the beautiful unknown? Make the world your classroom. As you may know, Queen's College offers a variety of study abroad programs in different countries. But if you're interested in studying abroad in a country that we don't offer, you do have the option of participating in other CUNY or SUNY programs or even enrolling directly in a university abroad. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Jessica, who participated in City College's Amsterdam semester program. Jessica, could you introduce yourself a bit? Hello. Okay, so my name is Jessica Gonzalez. I was a student at Queens College from 2016 to 2018, and um, I studied abroad in Amsterdam the spring semester of 2017, so my junior year. And I studied psychology, and I'm currently in Queens studying communication disorders. Okay, great. And why did you choose to study abroad? Where did that interest stem from? I actually had the chance to study abroad when I was in high school, and I was given a scholarship to go to Spain. So I very much took the opportunity because I had never left the country before, and I figured it was something that would look good for college applications. And I went to um, away to Malaga, Spain, for a semester for the summer, for the summer, and it was a life changing experience to meet people from so many different countries and you know experience a whole new culture but it was a little familiar for me because you know everyone speaks Spanish and I'm from a Spanish-speaking background so it was a life-changing experience that took me out of the comfort my comfort zone and helped me actually learn about different people and see that there's so much more beyond your backyard essentially that's amazing wow not a lot of people have that opportunity to go abroad in high school so the fact that you had that I mean, that's great. And so why the Netherlands? Because there are a lot of different programs in different countries. How did you choose your program? I chose the Netherlands out of curiosity to go somewhere where I was not familiar. I very much felt like it was, I've matched my personality in that it's very hippie and free and I'm very much like that and it was very much open to people of all different backgrounds because now I have friends in Asia, South America, Africa, almost every continent at this point. It was a giant melting pot Amsterdam. It was amazing and I honestly I would totally do it again if I could. It was fantastic. And so how did you choose the length of your stay? Because you could have gone for a shorter period of time. You could have gone for a summer or winter or a longer period of time, like a year. But you chose a semester. So how did you make that decision? I chose a semester because, well, if I'm being honest, I had a lot of stuff to take care of at Queens to graduate on time. Of course, I would have loved to have been there for a year. I, I actually had friends who I met midway through the semester who were there for a year. But for me, I had so much to take care of in terms of my requirements to graduate that I had to come back. I also thought in terms of financially, it's more sustainable to do a semester. And I mean, it was pretty nice because when you actually when you go into the spring semester, at least how my university operated, we were allowed to stay at our dorms until August. So most of us, we stayed 
the whole summer in Amsterdam once classes were done. And it was so it was a lot of fun. It was pretty nice because we had the experience of meeting amazing professors from like Cambridge and Oxford and working with them. And it was beautiful. I loved it. But um, it was also pretty nice to just experience Amsterdam and not have the stress of exams and everything. So it was like us just being adults and like experiencing life in so many different ways, like living off, living out of the house and all this other stuff. So I think that, yeah, a spring semester is great if you just want to make sure you can financially take care of yourself, get graduate on time and just make sure that you are getting the most of the experience. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I also studied abroad in the spring semester and I stayed extra over the summer. And regarding dorms, that does change from country to country, city to city. So it really does depend on the housing itself. What was the process of studying abroad through a non-Queens College program like? Which paperwork did you have to submit? And could you talk a little bit about e-permits? Yes. So if I'm, go- I'm going to be 100% honest, preparation was the worst part about going abroad. When you are doing the e-permit, I had to register for my classes in the Netherlands. Then I had to find the Queen's equivalent of those classes, get the syllabus from Amsterdam and submit it to the department. So I had to go to the media studies department. I had to go to the English department. You need to have these departments sign off and say that these classes are equivalent to these classes here in Queen's. And you can always get like a general, uh, there's a, um, a number code for just a general media studies class or a general English class. So you could get that general code and it'll just say, oh, this is a credit to a class that we don't have at Queens, but it still counts in our department. Um, I think I'm just also going to end it in that once you get everything signed from those professors, like usually talk to the head of the departments. Then you submit it to study abroad and then your e-permit should go through within a few weeks and then you should be good to go, but you're going to do a lot of running around campus. And so the thing is, if you're prepared for that, like if you know what you're getting into, it's a little bit less stressful because you know, okay, so I'm going to have to go to different departments. I have to get all these things signed off on. But when you just find out and if you're doing it at the last minute, which some students end up doing, they're like, we'll tell them, okay, you have to get these classes signed off on. And they wait until the absolute last minute. And then they're running around trying to get signatures when the chair people of departments aren't always in the departments. So it's really important to do everything ahead of time to know exactly what you have to do. On our website, we have a page called Studying Abroad Through a Non-QC Program. And so it has a list of all the instructions, all of the things that we need from you, like an acceptance letter, a flight itinerary, a color copy of your passport, a course approval form, which is what Jessica was just talking about. Um, We have to purchase international insurance for you, and then you have to um, pay us back for that. So there are different steps, but as long as you're doing everything ahead of time and not at the last minute, it might be a little bit stressful, but you're you'll save yourself that stress. It won't be too stressful. Just make sure, please guys, you have to come to the Queens College Study Abroad Office, even if you're not studying abroad through Queens College. If you study abroad through another school and you don't come to us first, we can't help you because that's not related to us. Then it wouldn't even be study abroad. Then it's an international program, which is completely different. Some students are hesitant to go abroad due to finances. 
And there are some people who don't realize that there are actually a lot of scholarships out there and that financial aid can still cover tu tuition in many cases, depending on one's financial aid package. Of course, it always depends. Um, and it also depends on their program of interest. So do you have any scholarship or budgeting advice? Um, so I can, I'll give advice based on my own personal experience. So in the Netherlands, it's insanely expensive to eat out every day. So I would not recommend it. I would recommend learn, you have to learn how to cook for yourself and fend for yourself. Um, another thing I would recommend is definitely look at scholarships and look how much your financial aid will handle things here back in the US. Because despite the fact you are abroad, you still have to pay the tuition at Queens College at the same time. So you only pay tuition at Queens College if it's an exchange program or another CUNY program. But if, let's say, it, you're enrolling directly at a university, Queens College isn't involved in that. You would get a non-CUNY permit, and then you would have to pay that school directly. So with tuition, it always depends on what kind of program it is. So come to us, and we'll tell you exactly what you have to do. In terms of scholarship, definitely look on your school's website. Also look at any CUNY website for scholarships because there will be financial help that you can always apply for. I was also very fortunate to be given the Erasmus USA scholarship when I arrived in Amsterdam, which very much greatly helped me with my finances. And it was because of my grades back here in the US. I was doing fairly well. So Erasmus very much saw me as an investment. This is my personal opinion. Study abroad is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You really only have one life to live. And if you want to live it right, take every chance that you can. Um, if you need to take out a small loan to help pay for a few things, I am not against it. I think that it's worth the experience and you grow as a person and it looks so good on your resume that you will get so many questions about how, how did you handle different situations? How did you handle cultural shock? How did you handle being on your own in a country that you've never been to? It's a really great way to stand out as well. So. It's one of the best things you can do and the best things that universities can offer. I say do it no matter what. It's worth the experience. Yeah, because only 10% of Americans study abroad. I did not know that. Oh, my God. So imagine putting that on your resume. If you want to work for a company where they often relocate you to different countries, of course, they would pick you over someone who's never had experience abroad because you've already had that experience and you know what it's like to adapt to a different situation and to a different culture. And so what were classes and assignments like? So classes were pretty straightforward. Um, you were given a time to come in and then you go in. Um, you will have professors from all over the world. And the system in which I was graded was that you, well, for my sci-fi class, I was graded on each of my papers. For other classes, I would say majority of my other classes, you get one exam, and that one exam determines whether you pass or fail the class. Very European. <laughs> yes, yes, very European. But, um, yeah, it was a little intimidating. I would say if you're going to take a writing class, most likely it's going to be essay-based, and that's perfectly fine. And usually the one-exam classes are big lectures on top of that. So make sure you pay attention. Have fun while you're abroad, but make sure you're passing your classes. That's a huge thing. <laughs> It is study abroad. Don't forget the study part. <laughs> Absolutely. Trust me. 
I had I, I know people who failed some of their classes and only had one credit transferred. You do not want to do that to yourself. Do not do it. Um, and did you have any culture shock in the Netherlands? Um, in the beginning, yes, because I I didn't realize it at the time that everyone who's Dutch is very very tall, and I am four eleven. Um, I would say that. It was also they were also very much like you know biking everywhere, which was kind of cool just to see how everyone lives their life, just biking all over the place and not driving a car. It was it was pretty chill, not a lot of pollution. And what you said about bikes, they actually have traffic lights for bikes, guys. There are more bikes in the Netherlands than people, and definitely yep. more bikes than cars. And could you talk to us a little bit about friendship abroad versus friendship at home? I would say friendship abroad, um, it very much feels, in my opinion, a little bit stronger at times because you are with your friends and you are making friends with people who of different backgrounds, different countries, different cultures, and you're all kind of in this experience together in that, okay, I'm in a new country I'm not familiar with and I've never been to, but I'm living here. And then you meet people who are sharing that same mentality. And then you can bond through your personalities and what you both want to get out of the country and your friendships that you will make abroad. They'll be very intense and strong knowing that this person, they just met you, but they like you and bond with you so much that they're there, there for you already. So... That's it's super intense. That's how I can describe it. Very intense. No, I agree with you a hundred percent because you you guys have to realize that you're with these people every single day. Of course, it depends. Um, but usually, you're with a lot of these people most of the week and for a lot of hours of the day. So it allows you to get a closer bond because when you meet a new friend in America, you might see someone within a month. You might see someone once. But if you're studying abroad, you're, you'll probably see them more than once a week, maybe every single day, depending on your program. And do you have tips for making friends abroad? Um, so my tip is first settle in, you know, make, make your space comfortable for yourself. So that was, that's the first tip. Second tip is go to as many events as you can that you're interested in. Also be open to talking to people in class, like, I think, you know, given the current situation, when you get when you are given the freedom to socialize again and make new friends and talk to people, really cherish those moments and really cherish the ability to form a bond just by speaking to someone, not on your phone, not on the computer, just talking to someone face to face and really listening to them. Because, I mean, I made friends with people in my classes. I made friends with someone, I think randomly on a food line at the cafeteria you never really know just talk to someone compliment them ask them where they're from ask them what language they speak also be open to taking the risk of just building these amazing bonds with people that's the best advice you really do have to be open okay so one of the best parts about studying in europe is how easy it is to travel and how close everything is and how cheap flights are. So could you talk about your travels a bit? Where'd you go? Um, I definitely went all over the place. I kind of went wherever the flight was cheapest, if I'm being honest. I went to 
Germany for because uh, one of my flatmates uh, she lived in Germany and I met her family and then we went to Volksfest which is like the spring Oktoberfest um, I also went to Italy which was awesome because I did study Italian for two years so I did really want to try out my Italian so I went to Rome um, met up with some friends there made some new friends there um, I went to Belgium because I had a friend who lived in Belgium I went to Portugal and that's how I got introduced to Portuguese language and the Portuguese culture and I did go to also I, Norway yeah I also went to Norway and I visited a friend from Spain actually I stayed in contact with her and I went to Norway to meet her family and went around Oslo and went to the countryside and it was so beautiful very expensive but gorgeous so very much loved it what was your favorite thing about studying abroad i know this is a difficult question but <laughs> uh i would say being able to feel i guess i'm speaking from a commuter perspective being able to feel like you know you're on your own is probably one of the best things and you're able to form these amazing friendships with people who you never knew you would have you would meet ever in your life because you grow up and you're kind of like yeah this is my life and then you go abroad and you're like oh my god how did you grow up how how was life for you what did you do when you were little what's like something you know all these different things so it's the the freedom the independence and the ability to broaden your horizons by meeting other people and learning from them not even just forming friendships you learn from these friendships so I guess that's the best way I can narrow it down and how have you grown through your time abroad? How have you changed? When you came back from studying abroad, did they notice that you were different? I know you definitely felt different because everyone feels different when yeah. they come abroad. Um, so my family very much did sense a difference in me, you know. Um, it was more of, okay, she seems more mature. She seems like she knows what she wants a little bit more. Um I would say that my family was very much more open to the fact that it seems like she's she's ready to take on the world as she goes further. So I very much felt more respected by my parents, which is something that I like and I appreciated. Um, even with my um, distant family, they very much noticed she seems very much ambitious, ambitious with where she wants to go in her life and what she wants to do and who she wants to meet I definitely think they one thing I've heard nonstop is that I'm more fearless because uh, when I came back I I did I didn't spend all my scholarship money I saved it up and I was still traveling because I was being smart with how I was budgeting everything and I I actually went to visit my friend in England and me and her had a great time we went to London Manchester Oxford and then I went to Peru, and then I went to Brazil, and then I went to Cuba. I, I was like, I'm, the adventure never stopped for me. I very much saw myself as a person who has the goals to live their life after that. But also, you know, I have goals in terms of career-wise as well. Yeah, and one more thing I wanted to say. It's proven that when you study abroad, you'll continue to travel later on. Because you've already seen what it's like, and you get the bug, you get the travel bug. But if you've never experienced what it's like, it's very easy to keep pushing it away and to say, yeah, one day I'll do that. One day, one day. Guess what? Sometimes one day doesn't happen when you have a one day mentality. And how has studying abroad affected your life after college and your career choice? Oh, of course. Um, so once I came back from Amsterdam, I knew that 
I want, I knew that I grew so much. I'm like, I need to go somewhere else and I need to experience something and I need to make the world my classroom after I was done with university. And that's a big thing. I would say that when you do this kind of travel, when you do this kind of traveling, living abroad, you are now your own teacher and the world's your classroom, essentially. So um, after I graduated from Queens in the, in, in the fall semester of 2018, um, I applied to go abroad and live in Chile in South America and it was a crazy experience um I didn't realize how much of an impact I could make on people I was in a very remote town to the point where when people met me they would take pictures with me because I was like one of the first foreigners that they were met ever in their life so I very much learned by studying abroad. I love language, I love helping people, and I love helping people develop better communication skills. And that's kind of when I discovered speech-language pathology when I was teaching English as a second language. So it gave you more direction, really. Absolutely. And what are some things that you wish you would have done that you didn't do when you were in the Netherlands? Um, okay, so what something that's kind of crazy that people are not going to believe is I don't know how to ride a bike. I wish I would have taken the time to learn how to ride it. That would have made my, that would have been a little bit easier, but I think I just was drawn to like the trains and the tram. Um, I would say I wish I traveled to small towns more. I would say that's, those are the biggest takeaways. And regarding bikes, um, in Amsterdam, it's not very safe to ride a bike in the center of the city because you have the bikes, then you have the tram, and you have people, and it's kind of hectic over there. So maybe if you're a little bit, if you go to maybe the outskirts or somewhere where there isn't as much going on, it would be better. And then Amsterdam is not the Netherlands. It's really not. There are so many different cities in the Netherlands that you can explore. My favorite city in the Netherlands is Leida. It's a university town. Um, when I was studying abroad too, I didn't really explore France that much. I went to a bunch of different countries, but I explored Italy more than I explored France when I was studying abroad because I kept traveling. Yeah, I mean, honestly, really take advantage of the country that you're living in. That's a huge, huge thing. And um, could you tell us one story that sums up your experience? Um, let's see. It was gay pride in Amsterdam, and it was basically everyone celebrating, you know, gay pride. It was when, one of the first countries that legalized gay marriage, and you saw everyone come out, everyone in their families. You saw people dancing on the streets, just having a good time, making friends with everyone, just talking to each other. And my friends were up and dancing and having fun, and then, you know, everyone was just talking to different people and saying, hey, yeah, let's meet up, all this other stuff, and you kind of just saw everyone enjoying each other's energy and each other's company and that's kind of the whole thing you want to go for is going and meeting people having that energy enjoying the moment in that you're actually here with people enjoying life that's one of the best things that I felt it was beautiful biggest success in Amsterdam was publishing my first article in my um, magazine class so that also gave me the drive to also pursue my side writing career. So Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. So Amsterdam very much has opened up so many doors in terms of love, friendship, and career-wise that I, yeah, the moments of just seeing my first article published in 
a new in a magazine and you know seeing my friends make friends and have energy and then make a giant circle of everyone dancing and having fun and just celebrating life is just how can you even describe the feeling anymore yeah it's so easy to hear about other people's experiences and you might think wow that's amazing but until you have a similar experience you won't fully understand the emotions that are being described because studying abroad is so life-changing and it's easy to hear that and think okay yeah 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 everyone says that but it truly is so definitely go out of your comfort zone take advantage of all the opportunities that come your way believe in yourself believe that you can do this and that and just be open i think those are some of the biggest themes within this episode absolutely life is very very short enjoy it while you can yeah and unfortunately we've come to the end of the episode do you have any final thoughts what advice would you give to students who are thinking about studying abroad if you are up for the challenge of going through a very emotional intense growth and you're tired of feeling like you're living in your comfort zone, living in Groundhog Day because you're very happy with how everything is, go on that eat, pray, love journey and see how different your life will be. Because, I mean, I definitely would not be where I am. I would not think the way I do or have the success that I do if I didn't take that chance. It's scary, but sometimes the scary option is the best option. You only have one life to live, but if you live it right, one is all you really need that's a great way to end this episode thank you so much jessica for your time if you'd like to find out more about the city college amsterdam program just google city college amsterdam and it'll pop up and if you'd like to find out more information about our queen's college programs and the paperwork you would have to submit if you study abroad through a non-queen's college program go to qc.cuny.edu slash study abroad thanks so much jessica no problem. It was so lovely to have to be on here. Yes, it was lovely to interview you. To see our students' beautiful travel pictures, follow us on Instagram at QC Travels. Like our podcast? Consider leaving us a rating. Visit our website qc.cuny.edu/studyabroad to find out more about our programs.